From KYW News Radio in Philadelphia, this is Scroll Down. I'm Tom Rickert. Today on the podcast. Welcome to the Dog Pound. That's what we call it, the Dog Pound. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we call it. Or as it's better known, the Camden County Correctional Facility. Just over the river from Philadelphia. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of things that, that can bring you down in here, but this is something that it gives you a sense of, of doing something positive. Where a special program pairs unwanted dogs taken from shelters with incarcerated people stuck behind bars. The inmates train shelter dogs. Dogs that were given up on. Oh, uh, personally, we train, we train each, each dog specifically. Uh, I had I had Hank for the most part. Uh, he's going to be a service dog. I have Reese. Uh, he's going to come home and be my service dog. This particular group of dogs, they're going to veterans with uh, PTSD. We all make mistakes. We shouldn't be judged by those mistakes. You know, they're trying to make themselves better. The animals, the inmates. It's so multifaceted. And in, in a way, in, in doing so, they're helping people like me who, who need help. Super appreciative. So let's get into it. John McDevitt is a friend of the podcast back in the studio with me. Thanks for making the time, John. You're welcome, Tom. You recently went to jail and had a pretty good time. <laughs> yeah, actually, I did. Um, yeah, it was uh, a really cool program at uh, the Camden County Correctional Facility. Break down this program. What made you leave the comfy confines of our newsroom and head to the correctional facility? <laughs> yeah, well, the inmates there, they're involved in this new program. It's new to them. There are similar programs in the country uh, that, that do this. The inmates train shelter dogs, dogs that were given up on. Someone sees a hope in these dogs and gives these dogs to inmates to train, to make them not only more adoptable, but they turn them into service dogs. And this particular group of dogs, they're going to veterans with uh, PTSD. So the first guy you met, who's named uh, David Bennett. David Bennett. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, great, awesome. Tell me about him. David was is a uh, inmate at the correctional facility. So I, I heard it's called the, the dog pound. Is that what you're? That's what we call it, the dog pound. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we call it. When the inmates came in, they were all wearing yellow jumpsuits. The media and other people, politicians, supporters of this program, were in the room, and a lot of guards. Uh, as well. So David was assigned to Hank. I had Hank for the most part. Uh, he's going to be a service dog. He's going to be a dog for uh, diabetes. So he's trained to to uh, smell the, the levels of the, of the of his trainer so he can tell when his, his sugar is up and down. And we did basic training, you know, sit down, stay, able to touch light switches so they can be good for, to be around to be around the handler and to be around the other, other dogs and humans as well. He's a hound. And uh, that was evident throughout this event that we attended. Hank is a little vocal. Very vocal. Um, <laughs> are you trying to curb him of that? Or? Well, because of his breed, we try to as much as we can, but because of his breed, that's what hound dogs do. That's part of their breed. Right, right. I had I had, I had, had hound dogs as a child, and my, my dogs never shut up either, so I kind of know about a hound dog. But he, he will be quiet, but, uh, but at the same time, when he's very excited, you know, but... You know, he, he, he howls. He, he howls, but that's what they do. Well, it's interesting, though. You know, you have all these guards, these big guards with guns and, and the inmates. And there's politicians. And, you know, there's a lot of thanks and celebration. 
And one of the things that we could not do was clap because Hank there will get upset. So this big prison guard is saying, (laughs) okay, everyone, we won't be clapping because Hank, we might upset Hank. Instead, when we want to show our appreciation, we do jazz hands. So people, <laughs> people are doing jazz hands to clap. It was kind of a funny, funny sight. What does this program do specifically for the inmates who train the dogs? The inmates that I spoke with and listening to the inmates, there was a program and they several got up and they unfolded their written statements. And what I got was it was really, they were speaking from their heart. I got that they were very proud. Many of them saying that it gives them self-worth. It gives them skills, a sense of responsibility, and then companionship and purpose. Teaching the dog how to do things from turning the light switch on and off, sitting. They're training them to be service dogs. Under the direction of Above and Beyond Dog Training was overseeing the program and helping the prisoners and the guards involved and everyone else involved train these shelter dogs uh, into becoming uh, one day full-fledged service dog. It gives you a sense of, of doing something positive. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of things that, that can bring you down in here, but this is something that it makes you happy. You know, it gives you, shares, shares love, you know, it gives you compassion and it gives you something to, to look forward to every day because you get to wake up, get to train and you can play with the dogs. You know, so like, David received a certificate as a, a dog trainer. Yes, yeah, so, so we're, as of right now, like I said, I'm a certified dog trainer. So when I get out, I could go to a dog rescue program or anything and get a job as a, as a uh, dog trainer. There are lots of shelters and places like that where there are dogs in need of training. And this program helped them gain these skills. You also got to talk with one of the veterans that was there to, to get a service dog. Yeah, uh, Chris Sendler. Where are you from? Uh, Gloucester City. Okay, so you're a veteran. Uh, so who do you have here? I have Reese. Uh, he's going to come home and be my service dog. He suffers from PTSD. What, what will he be able to do for you? Um, for me, I have PTSD, so he'll be able to help me get integrated again back in society in general and, you know, venture out of my own home, uh, which right now is a struggle to do so and one of the things that he was telling me it's a struggle sometimes when he's by himself he feels that everything is closing in on him the dogs are trained to look for cues from their human perhaps noticing that he's becoming upset or agitated or feeling uncomfortable and the dog will go spring into action the anxiety i have he'll be there to comfort me and um when i'm feeling upset, anxious, or anything, and he'll be able to figure, he'll have cues to comfort me, and, and he'll also give me a little bit of a barrier so that I don't feel like everything's closing in on me like it always does. The dog gives its new friend uh, a sense of feeling safe and secure, and that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. It, it can detect whether you're feeling stressed or not and whether you need a puppy nearby. Yeah, pretty fascinating. What did Chris think about this whole program, this initiative? Yeah, well, he thought it was not only is he getting the help he needs and the understanding he needs from this animal. He talked about the inmates themselves, what this program does for them. I mean, we all make mistakes. I mean, I've, I've been, it's been no better. I'm no better than anyone. Um, they're trying to make themselves better. And in, in a way, in, in doing so, they're helping people like me. 
who, who need help, who need, and sometimes, you know, we're, we're service men so, and women, so we're afraid to ask for that help. And for them to willing, regardless of the reason they're here, the, the fact that they went out of their way to try and help and train Reese, and it's going to help me. I'm super appreciative. I mean, like I said, we all make mistakes. We shouldn't be judged by those mistakes. Everybody deserves a second chance. The animals, the inmates, uh, and actually, I don't think he said this, but if you look at this, he's getting another chance of being in society. It's so multifaceted. There's so many um, things that, that, that this program, so many people, so many animals uh, that this program is helping. You were able to speak with a politician there. Yes, freeholder Jonathan Young. He's a liaison to uh, the Camden County Animal Shelter. Dogs are very uh, near and dear to his heart. Absolutely, of course we can. I wasn't surprised when I saw him there among the politicians because he indeed is an animal lover. The program's a, a year old. They're trying to get more funding. They thought they had more funding last year. You know, they want to continue this program. Unfortunately, it's expensive. They're looking at this as a as a prisoner reentry program. So basically, what it is is we're just trying to get funding. Um, so we, we tried to get $150,000 for a pilot program to continue the program running. One dog has gone through successfully so far. The other uh, three or four dogs that are in the program currently, it's going to take going back and forth with their now new owner and coming back for training. It's going to take a little more time. But they, this pilot program appears to be so successful that they want to continue it. So Freeholder Young was uh, telling me that uh, former Governor Christie. Governor Christie and his last administration line vetoed it on the last day in office and it didn't go through. So we had to start the process all over again. So we're just looking for, for help, we're looking for funding to be able to do it. Um, when we put this program together, we, you know, we knew the dogs were, were gonna be have a good home. We knew that the vets were going to be taken care of. But there was that piece in the middle that really, really was missing. So when people look at it and go, 150000 right, is to make sure that our inmates are better off when they leave than when they came in. And as you heard through the speeches today, it's working. Um, so dogs give unconditional love. Um, and it's just something that we're working on constantly to make sure that our inmates come back and become productive citizens. So... They are hoping that they can get additional funding to continue the program. Can I get into this a little bit? Yeah. $150,000. Yeah. A lot of money to me or you. Not a whole lot of money for a state budget. Right, right. Uh, particularly because it's a re-entry program. And it just seems that it's beneficial on just multi-layers. You would think, how how could this not go through? Their um, politicians in Camden County are going forward and hoping for the best that, that they will get it. They will secure it. So Christy line item vetoes this on his last day in office. Was there something particularly objectionable that he found in this um, in they, this program? They didn't go into that. Um, just that uh, you know they were shaking their heads too. They couldn't believe it that this would happen. And they're just hoping for the best. They're hoping that everyone will see. And it's the media coverage that they're getting and the exposure. And they made these inmates and the staffers and training people available to us for a reason to try to show the public how great of a program. And again, you know, multi-layered it is. (laughs) 
I was kind of, I, I have this image in my head yeah. w- when you were describing big burly prison guards and inmates and then cute puppies on the floor. Yeah. It's like a, a New Yorker painting or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's a great analogy. Um, I guess we don't see that sensitive side, that, that fragile side. And we all have that. We all have that side. You don't see that fragile side. But maybe if you're in a, a space where there are bars and guards and guns, you, you tend to put your guard, your defenses. It doesn't fit into that image we have in our heads of what a jail should like. Right. Should be like, yeah, no, it doesn't. And maybe that's what's so cool about this. One guy was talking about his daughter. And then when he gets out, he wants to be more of a positive role model. And now with these skills... He's hoping that that he'll be able to improve his life and improve his life for his daughter. Again, that's another little path of this. How many people it's touching and how many things it's perhaps with the potential of improving. These dogs have forever homes now. Uh, Prisoners have skills. And the vets, they're they're getting the support they need. So it's a win-win-win. Where can people follow what you're up to and see cute pictures of puppies and your trips to the zoo and everything else you do here at KYW News Radio. Right, well, I'm on Twitter. JM1060 is my new Twitter. Our stories are on KYWNewsRadio.com. You want to plug your podcast? Yeah, the podcast. Uh, so I'm co-host of the Beer and Booze Bros. Bros with a Z. Along with Paul Kurtz, we go to breweries, to bars, to festivals, uh, all over the place, and we take you along with us. Music. It has production by by someone uh, that you know, don't you? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> by you, Tom Rickert. Really, really amazing. And you're just saying that because I told you to. No, no, no. You know, it's it's crazy, Tom. Where Paul and I were asked to judge a burger contest at a brewery. We were on somebody else's uh, Facebook Live, and people were referring to us. I've never got that popularity with anything else I did. It's just like really cool. <laughs> We're the future, man. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Don McDevitt back on the podcast with us. You can find him at the zoo or the bar or in the studio. Thanks so much for joining or us in, again, man. Or in jail. Or in jail. <laughs> You're welcome, Tom. And that's it for this week's show. If you enjoy listening to Scroll Down, I'd like to ask you for a favor. Find us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review. It only takes a minute and it helps more people find out about the podcast. Scroll Down is hosted and produced in the KYW News Radio studios in Philadelphia. You can find us on Twitter at Scroll Down Pod. I'm on Twitter at T Rick, T E E R I C K. Thanks for listening to Scroll Down. I'm Tom Rickert. I'll talk to you again next time. Mm-hmm.